When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. I think it's really important for us to be honest about what we can personally afford during the holidays. This isn't like you don't just like go into holiday shopping with your wallets open wide and buy whatever. You have to be really honest. Look at last year. You know, how did you do? Did you bring a lot of debt forward into 2023 or not? Has your financial situation changed? And if you are feeling particularly strapped, look for those kind of pitfalls. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Open, open, open. Okay, you may be too young to remember, but a clothing store named Bourbon's Back in the early 90s had some great commercials where people were camped out by their store just waiting for them to open for the big Black Friday sales day. Now, if you're like me, you probably don't go to the store that often on Black Friday. I would much rather shop online. That is until I heard what our guest Trey Boge, our resident shopping expert, had to say about shopping online. Did you know there's a trend now where retailers are charging hefty return fees? You got to hear all about this. So whether you're planning to shop online or brave the crowds to score a deal in store, 
Trey is sharing all of her Black Friday tips you need to know, including her Black Friday shopping rules to get the best buys, her favorite shopping browser extensions to save money like PayPal Honey. That is one of my personal favorites. And most importantly, how to stay on a budget and not go into debt during Black Friday and Cyber Monday. You always love Trey's Black Friday episodes. And this is our third year having her on the show. So I learn something new every single time myself. This episode is no exception. So while you're stuffing yourself on Thanksgiving, shoot this episode out to five of your friends or share it online so everyone can shop smart this week. All right, let's start talking Black Friday. Trey, it is always good to have you on the podcast. These Black Friday episodes are always some of the most downloaded episodes. I think, you know, no matter how many Black Fridays there are, right, we always love this content and we forget about all the deals. And I just wanted to ask you, we I was reading an article this morning that talked about that this year in particular, and and maybe you can tell me, maybe this is every year, but that people mm-hmm. were saying that this year they are the most financially stressed around Black Friday that they've ever been. I don't know. Are you are you feeling that? Is this different than any other years? Mm, so thanks for having me back. It's always nice to be on with you. Um, I am hearing a lot about financial stress. I don't know if it's more than recent years, but it's definitely there. And I'm hearing that people are going to spend conservatively this year, which I'm glad to see because did you see that we hit $1 trillion in credit card debt in this country? It just keeps growing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that that really troubled me. And so I'm, I'm glad that people are going to be conservative. And I think that sometimes we just need a reset. You know, if, if we're packing the, under the holiday tree and there are gifts for all the kids and everyone gets 20 presents and all those things, like we create this monster a lot of the time. So I hope people are going to pull back. I hope people are going to be a little bit more conservative. And I hope that people are not going to bring more debt into 2024. That's my hope. So I know we talk about this in every Black Friday episode that we do together. And yeah. I, I feel like we can never overemphasize this enough. But I, I'm always curious because, you know, we used to talk about Black Friday as as one day. And I remember it being something, you know, that where we we looked forward to this one day. And now it feels like it's it's a month plus, you know, Black Friday deals. I, I saw them starting back in October. Like, is this, in, is it intentional that we're moving in this direction where like Black Friday is just this really extended period of time? You know, it's interesting because I don't understand why retailers are branding, say, early holiday deals in October as early Black Friday deals, because essentially what they're doing is that they're, they're like siphoning the appeal away from Black Friday. And, and to my mind, that's kind of shooting them, shooting themselves in the foot. Um, I guess it's like when you hear Black Friday as a consumer, you're like, ooh, you know, is there a great deal? Let me pay attention. So maybe that's what it's about. But, you know, for the past several years, we've been seeing retailers trying to like push the holiday shopping season earlier. And so this isn't anything new. Um, but I think this year and maybe last year were kind of like, okay, it's really happening. Like the holiday shopping season starts at the beginning of October and it goes all the way through to December and whatever they brand it as, uh, we can shop throughout the season. We can save throughout the season, but we will have these 
peaks and valleys. So early October has become a very good time to shop with Amazon's second Prime Day and then Target, Walmart, Best Buy, Kohl's. You know, everybody else is throwing their deals into the ring as well. And then we have a little bit of a quiet time. And now we're kind of like starting to dip back up. So we have Black Friday coming, um, but we'll see lots of early deals, you know, depending on when you air. Um, we will see lots of early deals and those deals are legitimate. I do still feel though that Black Friday and Cyber Monday and that sort of weekend in between is really kind of the peak of holiday shopping deals for many categories. And so I do think it is still a legitimate time to shop, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And it, I was going to follow up with, you know, I'm always... I, I don't always know when to push the buy button because yeah. you know you'll you'll some of my favorite retailers have already of course started sending out emails that where there's you know forty percent off plus ten percent off plus this plus that and I'm always thinking okay is this the best deal I'm gonna get or is there a better deal coming and I just I never know when to push the the button like okay purchase. And, uh, you know, something I wanted to to talk to you about, uh, maybe this kind of flows into it, is I know that a lot of um, people are talking about price matching and that, you know, if, if, if I bought something from a retailer and then in a week there was a, a better deal on that, I could essentially through certain retailers, get that price matched. But mm -hmm. I, the hard part about that, right, is that I have to stay on top of that. So how do I know when to buy and and what is this price matching thing about? <laughs> yeah, it's such a tricky question. Um, just because, of course, we have this kind of roller coaster of pricing that goes throughout the holiday shopping season. So, a couple things that I like to do as I'm shopping, um, I I like to use Honey, which I know you like. It's now called PayPal Honey because it's owned by PayPal. Um, but if you install their browser extension, uh, they not only serve up offers and ways to save, but they also have this really helpful historical pricing tool, which will also you pop up as I'm sure you've seen. So you get a, a sense of like, oh, okay, this price is very low right now. If the price is very low right now, you're probably in a good position to buy it. Um, but what I would say is like, because this is what I do, is like, if I see it's low, I think, okay, it's maybe a good time to buy. Then I'll Google the item or use Google Shopping or Yahoo Shopping, and they're comparable in this way. The item that I'm looking for will pop up at all the different retailers where it's available and you see all the prices in one place. And that way mm. I know, okay, do I, I'm going to get it on Amazon because the price is lowest, or I'm going to get it at Target because the price is lowest. And so it's kind of a two-step uh, process for me. And then you bring up price matching, which is obviously another way that you're protected. Many retailers offer this. Uh, Target is one of my favorites in terms of their price matching policy. I mean, it's it's kind of an industry leading one because they do match prices all throughout, like from October 22nd, all the way to the end of December. Um, and But like to your point, this takes you to go back and ask, you know, and, and, you know, sort of another element of price matching is if you're in a store and you Google on your phone and you see a better price someplace else, you can also present that price to the retailer and then they will often match that price. And so there is the kind of before price matching and then after price matching, but 
it does take work. And so you have to be willing to do it. I tend to get a little bit lazy um, with price matching. So I try <laughs> to kind of get out in front of it and f- know that I'm finding the best price now and then just kind of not worry about it afterwards. It's kind of like a, a, a great slogan, if you will, right? Like the price matching thing is like, it sounds so great and glamorous, but I'm wondering like how many people actually take advantage of it? Like how many people actually do use the, the price match feature? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I do think that because a lot of retailers offer it, it must be in use. Um, but it might be kind of one of those things where retailers are like, you know, we want to offer this cool thing. And like, whether someone uses it or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. But it's interesting. I was just talking to a friend who um, is a very avid shopper. And she was telling me about all the hoops that she jumps through just to get the best price. And I was so impressed because she takes it like miles past where I do. She's taking pictures of her receipts and sending them into this app. And like, I have my limits, you know, I have my right. limits. I will do a couple things and I, I do a lot of things, you know, and it, it, like some people say to me, oh my gosh, you do all those things. But that's kind of where I end. Like there are certain things I'm just not going to do afterwards. And that includes taking pictures of receipts. How much on average do you get? I mean, obviously it depends on the the item that you're yeah. that you're purchased. But I mean, is there really that big of a difference that you've found in in the pricing? Like have you ever price matched something and and you know got a fair amount of money back? Yeah, I mean, you can. It can be you could save you know, 10, 20, $30. It depends because an item might be on sale somewhere else and it's not on sale where you bought it or where you're looking at it. And so you can save significantly. It's just a matter of whether you're willing to do the work. What do you, what do you need? Do you just need your receipt or like what sort of information do you need to have handy? Yeah. So you have to have your receipt and you have to then stand in line at customer service usually, or if you're price matching something that's on sale elsewhere, you can just do that at the register. Um, you know, sometimes it, it may take a few minutes. And so uh, you don't want to do that on Black Friday, for example, when there's like <laughs> a crush of people behind you. So, you know, that's something else to think about. It's like, when do you want to do that? I would do that when a store isn't that busy if you want to uh, take advantage of that feature. But it is a legitimate money saver. I do want to say that because I think a lot of people are suspicious of it. It is real. Many retailers do it. Many retailers uh, will price match even Amazon and then other um, competitors in their space. So it is le- a legitimate way to save money. I really I like it because I talk a lot about intentionality with, with your money. And then I love, you know, I tell everybody I can help find money in your bank account. Like we, you don't have to make more money. We can literally find something that's hidden in there and then redirect that towards one of your money goals. So, you know, I'm thinking if you're, if you're somebody who you don't mind the process of this, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're, when we're talking about debt payoff or just having more money around the holidays, you know, if you, if you get these chunks of, you know, a $10 here and a $20 here and a $30 Hmm. here, you know, that starts to add up to legitimate money where, you know, it could pay for your dinner or you could put it towards your student loans or whatever it might be. So I, I really like this because it does take an extra step. Yes, I understand that. But yeah. I think also what it starts to do is create this habit of uh, looking at your money from an, an intentional standpoint and knowing that there are kind of options available to you. I agree. And I think that sometimes the trouble that people get into through the holidays is this is kind of lack of intention. You know, it's kind of the, 
the one for them, one for me um, habit that we kind of fall into during the holidays. And, and this is, it's, it's totally logical that we do this because we're shopping way more than we normally would. So we're exposing ourselves to many more things than we would normally see. And of course, some of those things are going to appeal to us and we're going to want to treat ourselves. And then what we do is we end up overspending. And so I think it's like these little savings tactics, no matter which ones you choose to use, create that intentionality and that, and so that it it removes kind of the impulsivity uh, from shopping. And that way you're much more mindful when you shop and that way you're less likely to go into debt during the holidays. So I, I like this whole approach myself too. And I often tell people like, Aim for like 70, 80% intentionality because we know this is, this is not like a perfect game. Yeah. You know, we're going to have those moments where we're just, and I do it myself. I'm sure you probably do it where you spend money on something. You're like, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe I did that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think it's great also to allow people a little wiggle room here to do something that you just kind of splurge on or you see the deal and you just got to grab it. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to allow yourself a little bit of grace with that. And I do like, though, like when you're creating your shopping list for the holidays with your recipients, and hopefully everyone's doing that, um, just because it, it's very helpful to stay on track, but adding yourself to that list uh, is something that, that I recommend and setting a, a spending cap because that way you're like, okay, I'm only allowing myself this much. Like how much have I spent so far? You're going to be again, you know, more mindful, more intentional about how you treat yourself. So I think treating yourself is absolutely allowed. And it's something that we should, you know, allow for ourselves, but don't go crazy is kind of the, the issue that I fall into. And especially if it's like a buy three, get two free. Like, do you need five? You know, like ask yourself those questions, you know, those, just because something's free, doesn't mean that it's, it was fully free. You need to buy it first and then you get it free. And so I think that sometimes people get swept up in that and I, me included. And, you know, I review products for a living. I shop for a living. And so I literally need nothing. And yet I still go to sales and shop and treat myself. And so (laughs) I'm like the last person who should be shopping. My friend and I were in LA um, this past weekend and we found a 70% off sale at this clothing store. And guess what we did? We shopped and we we bought some stuff and it was 70% off. And we were like, woohoo, we were so excited. But I was like, I literally don't need any clothes. Why did I just do that? 70% off is pretty compelling. I mean, it's just like a force (laughs) in nature where you have to. (laughs) Are there any, do you know if there are any good apps or any, any programs or anything you could use if you're, if you're creating that, that shopping list and you're trying to kind of keep track of, of what you're spending for everyone? Like, is there anything that exists that is Good. (laughs) Yeah, there's actually, there's one that a a friend of mine who's a fellow smart shopper, she uses, I think it's called Santa's Slay. And that's like specifically for gift giving. I'm a little less, a little more low tech and I just have it in my notes app on my phone. And so I keep it year after year so I can kind of go back and be like, okay, what did I get everybody and how much did I spend? And so I think it depends on sort of what appeals to you. You know, I have, I have friends who love Excel and hate Excel. And so I have friends who have these like Excel sheets or (laughs) PowerPoint presentations in one case. I was so impressed by that. So I think it really depends on like, which way is it going to be? And like, how are you going to do it? Like, if you love the Santa sleigh and it's holiday and fun, like then do that. Like, I think you like, it's got to be realistic and and doable for you if you're going to stick to it year after year. 
Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. 
Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete.me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete.me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete.me is not just a one-time service. Delete.me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete.me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete.me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. All right, Trey, it's time to play your relationship with money is game. So question number one. If you had to describe your relationship to money as a cartoon character, who would it be? <sighs> you know, what's coming to mind uh, from when I was younger, what my relationship to money was, was kind of like the the um, the Tasmanian devil, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, a huge whirlwind of just like buying, 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 because I didn't know any better. Um, so I don't know what my relationship is right now. It's something very calm and peaceful, though. The most peaceful cartoon character on the planet would probably be my relationship because I've I've come to a certain point in my career where I feel very zen about money. I'm about to. I have a senior in high school. I'm about to send her to college, so my cartoon character will probably be different when we talk next year because I'll be stressed again. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm debt free and have been for a few years. I'm very proud of that. I worked my butt off, and so whoever that like zen cartoon character is is who I am now. All right, number two. How many times a day would you say you think about money? Uh, I would say a lot right now. I mean, if you took out my work, because I talk about money all day, um, but just for personal reasons, I am, you know, kind of, I'm thinking a lot about sending my daughter to college. And when she goes, where my husband and I will go, if we'll stay or leave. And so we're thinking and talking about money more than usual right now because of where we are in our lives. Question number three, if you had an endless supply of money, like it was just coming and coming, coming, what's the first thing you would actually spend it on? A really big trip, like a safari or something. Because I have these bucket list trips that, you know, that I want to take, the Galapagos or like something like that. Yes. I want to do that. And, that. and that would take time too. So like endless money and endless time, I would, I would plan a really, really big trip and take like a bunch of people with me too. All right. Last question. Number four, what is one money secret you have that maybe you haven't shared with a lot of people? 
Um, one that I don't have a chance to talk about a lot is paying your mortgage twice a month instead of once. Um, and it can be the same amount, like you can take your amount that you owe and divide it in half and pay twice because you save on interest that way. And I can tell you from experience, because I have done this for many years, it has shaved years off my mortgage, just that simple trick. So that's one of my favorite tricks, but I don't, I don't talk about home ownership very much. So it's fun to share that one. I want to go back and talk about honey a little bit because yeah, I am I am the biggest fan of honey. I started using honey after we talked last year. Mm-hmm. And uh honey is great. I, I want you to tell everybody about it a little bit more than what I'm going to do here, but they they have a browser extension and anytime I go to shop online because I am a terrible person. I do not like to shop in stores. Mm. So I, you know, the, when you were talking about waiting in the customer service line for price matching, I was like, oh, like I could feel <laughs> physical pain. Um, so I, I love online shopping and I, I love, I mean, I bought something just last week and I was thinking about you because I, I put it in the cart and then the, the little honey sort of H pops up on my, on my browser and says, oh, there's a coupon, a couple coupons, you know, and I click the button and it scrolls through a bunch of coupons. And my my price of my items went from $100 down to like 45. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I, I just think it's so great. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about not only Honey, but like, what are some of the other kind of online, you know, shopping browser extension, things like this, that that really are great that we need to know about? Yeah. So, I mean, essentially what they do, once you've installed a browser extension, I have probably five going at the same time, which is totally overdoing (laughs) it, but this is what I do for a living. Um, So, you know, I like to see like which offers are popping up with which, and then I can kind of choose and whatever, but it creates a very like laggy kind of experience (laughs) when I'm shopping. Um, But so when you install a browser extension from a deal site, it essentially makes your browser smarter. It works for you in the background is like looking for deals and coupons and things. And some of them are exclusive to that browser extension. And sometimes, you know, lots of coupon sites have them. I do like um, Honey or PayPal Honey now. Uh, Coupon Cabin is another favorite of mine. Um, Rakuten is another one that I really like. Um, So those are kind of my three favorite browser extensions. And I probably, I have some others. There's one that actually that's brand new. That's actually very cool called Give Freely. And this one allows you to use coupons. It finds coupons for you. And so you save, but also a small portion of your purchase is donated to charity and at no expense to you. And so if you're kind of looking for ways to donate to charity, like you were said, people, like you said, people are feeling stressed financially and like charitable giving is kind of dropping off right now as a result. Um, so give freely will actually allow you to save and donate to your favorite charity at the same time. So that's another one that I, I just started using and I really love that too. But I would really urge everyone who shops online to use at least one of these you know coupon cabin, for example, is I mean I save on our takeout order almost every time by using coupon cap and I get like $2.50 or $3.50 back just by using the browser extension. And like I said, with honey, I love, you know, obviously their coupons and cash back, but, um, their historical pricing feature. I really love. They also have a drop list that you can add an item to and then be notified when it goes on sale. So each of them is a little bit different, but those are kind of like my three favorite browser extensions right now. 
And tell me a little bit about shopping on apps. So I know mm-hmm. there's a big uptick in shopping on TikTok and Instagram and different apps like that. But I'm always wondering, like, is it legit to shop on these apps? Is like, should we be doing this or should we see something that we like and then like pop over and, you know, try to search for it like independently? Mm. That's a great question. So personally, I would find something on an app and then I'll go on my laptop and because I, that way I can take advantage of any deals with my browser extensions. You know, I just think it's easier to save and do research. Um, buying on apps is absolutely legit. Um, but some of the brands who are advertising on these apps, you know, some of them are great. Some of them are not. I fell into a little bit of a trap and this is what I do. Um, I bought some, a few things for my daughter and the products were terrible and I tried to return them and they were like, well, you can return them, but you need to return them to China and it's going to cost you $40. And I was like, what? I was enraged because it's like, I should know better. Like, do you know what I do for a living? <laughs> I actually, I actually like pulled rank a little bit and I told them what I did for a living. Um, and we, we got a little, we had a little bit of a concession at that point. Cause I was like, don't do this. Like, this is not a good thing for me to do. Cause then I'll just talk about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's really important if you discover a new retailer or brand on a social platform, do a little research first. I think something very helpful to do, especially as you're scrolling on Instagram, go into their feed and read the comments because I discovered the hard way. This is another time I, I made a mistake on Instagram um, that this product was not good and their return policy was really sketchy. And so had I read the comments before, I would have seen hundreds and hundreds of comments to that effect. You can also use um, a tool like Trustpilot. That's helpful. Better Business Bureau is another place to check. Just look around a little bit and see if you can find kind of a pattern of bad reviews. I mean, obviously it's easier to post something negative than positive. So I give you know, a little bit of grace when I see some bad reviews, but I think it's really important with brands that you're not familiar with to do a little bit of research. So yeah, you can shop on, on social platforms, but I actually like to find things on social platforms and then vet them and look for ways to save separately. I like that advice. Yeah. And I'm going to always say like, take advantage of those browser extensions. So yeah, I know that sometimes when you're shopping on the apps, there's like a vanity code and the person who is promoting the item gets yeah. some sort of, you know, affiliate kickback or something like that. So I, I totally understand that. But, um, you know, I always want to make sure it's, it's totally legit as well. And then oh, you, talk you know about- what? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I do want to, um, just because there are content creators out there who are working really hard and I don't want to yes. like encourage people to take their commissions away. So I'm glad that you brought that up. You know, it is, I think maybe what I would do if I came through a content creator who I followed, I would do my due diligence and then go back. And so that, yes. because this is how these folks make money and I, I do this as well sometimes. So it's like, I think it is good to give that person credit. And, you know, just remember if it's a content creator that you've been following for a while and you, you trust their judgment, like they've done the vetting for you, you know, not everyone is for sale. I think that's important to note. Some influencers will partner with any brand left, right, and center. And, you know, you can't really trust their judgment, but you know, those legit content creators who have great style and great taste and, you know, they're doing the homework for you and they're turning down brands that aren't great. So like, you know, rest assured that you can shop with them and help them earn a living at the same time. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, 
Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. And you talked about return policies. I know that there has been a lot of changes. I've felt this personally where Mm -hmm. I have gone to return some things from like very established retailers where in the past I could do a free return. It was not an issue at all. Where now it's like, well, you could do a return, but it's going to cost, you know, $7.95 or, or, you know, there's some sort of caveat. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, this used to be free and now I have to like really think about things. But it, it again, we come back to intentionality, right? Mm-hmm. I have to think about it ahead of time of actually purchasing the item to know, you know, if I'm going to need to return these, like it's it's not going to be a free return. So I'm wondering if you're seeing this kind of across the board with a lot of retailers where the return policies are changing and, you know, do like what advice do you have for us when we are, we're shopping to like be cognizant of, of the return policy? 
Yeah. So this is becoming a big deal. Uh, and I've done many interviews on this topic. This is a topic I know very well. Um, I I read a stat recently that 40% of retailers are now charging return fees. This is becoming wow. like something we're going to have to get used to now. And these, like you said, are big retailers. So, you know, we're talking JCPenney and Kohl's and Nordstrom and, you know, places like that. Um, or maybe it's from after 15 days, something like that. Um, but yeah, before you buy online now, you should check the FAQs or just like, you know, wherever the um, sort of the general information about the site is and see what the return policy is, because you should not assume that you're getting a free return just because you got one before. And so these things are changing very quickly. Like I said, big retailers and also brands, you know, like, H&M, unless you're a member of their loyalty program. And that's an important distinction that I'll I'll mention in a second. Um, Land's End, L.L. Bean, just brands all over the place um, are charging returns. And they can go anywhere from, say, $5 to $10. Uh, Amazon is even starting to return charge $1 if you want to return something through the mail, if you happen to live near a drop-off point, like a Whole Foods or Amazon Lock or Kohl's. They'll charge you that $1, which, you know, frankly, I don't think that's so bad. Um, you know, it's better for the environment as well because uh, they ship it all back in a truck versus these individual packages. So always check the FAQs, sign up for loyalty programs when they're available, because sometimes you get a little bit of a pass. I would also say just really be really mindful of what you're buying online. I know that you're an avid online shopper, me too, but maybe there are some things that you don't buy online anymore. You know, maybe you see a pair of jeans that look cool, but you don't, you've never tried them. Like maybe you go into the store and try them on first. So you're making a more well-informed purchase and then you don't have to return the item at all. Um, So I would say that, uh, and then, you know, returning in store is basically the, the usual. Um, But if you're returning holiday gifts, you may want to, I would say don't return between the week of the 26th and the first, because that's like, <laughs> you know, no you'll go. be standing in line and it won't be pleasant. Um, after that, until the 15th, you're usually pretty safe because retailers extend their return policies from like mid October all the way through January 15th. But yeah, the return game is really, really different. And if you are a shopper who does what they call either bracketing or wardrobing, where you buy, you know, several different dresses or several sweaters in the same, in different colors, and you keep one and return five, like that's not going to be pretty for you anymore. (laughs) So um, it's time to go into the store and try those things on or see those colors in person. It's funny because last year after we did this episode, I got a couple comments from listeners, all great things, but they were like, oh my gosh, Shauna, like you're ruining my shopping experience. <laughs> like I just want to go in, I just want to buy whatever, and I want to be just ignorant to like anything, return policies. Like I just want to not care about any of that. And uh, I'm just thinking of like each year it keeps getting a little <laughs> bit more complicated, a little bit more complicated. And now, now yeah. I'm learning that I'm actually going to have to go into stores and try things on. So I'm going to have to go back. Back to like appreciating the the in store, and I don't know if anybody else out there can relate to this, but I absolutely hate the try on rooms. Mm. I don't know, I don't know what they do with their lighting, and and you know, I <laughs> see myself from like ten different angles when I'm trying something on, but I really have to do like a lot of self talk <laughs> when I'm walking in there, like. We're just trying on a sweater. It's all going to be okay. Like it's 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 going to be all right. <laughs> 
So I'm going to I'm going to have to have some sort of like good meditation about that or something. Right. I mean, isn't that funny though? Wouldn't you think that you'd look amazing in those mirrors? Like they would figure I it wish. out so you look like your best and then you get home and you're like, "Oh, wait a second. You know. Yeah. It's kind of I fun. bought I bought these things, but now I feel really terrible about myself. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know. I just I've never understood that logic, but but there it is. Yeah. Uh okay, so we've talked about all of these things. So let's talk about some some good stuff. Like what are some of the big deals this like black friday cyber monday what are the, what are some of the trends that are that are happening right now so this black friday cyber monday i mean it's looking pretty status quo from a category perspective so you know the my rule is generally focus on the categories that are going to be the most deeply discounted in this case and i feel like i've said this a million times so um electronics like kind of you know your airpods and your tablets and laptops tvs uh small home appliances if you want to do an air fryer a robotic vacuum uh, fall apparel, fall footwear will be on clearance. So that'll, that's good. And then beauty products are very deeply discounted right now or going into Black Friday. And then, um, gift sets uh, or bundles. It's a good time to look for those things. And the things that I would wait on, and and you know, you may see these items on sale here and there, but not as deeply as you will in December. I would say wait on toys, uh, unless it's a toy that's on that hot toy list and that could sell out. So you don't want to take that chance and have a child upset. Um, but I'd say toys and winter apparel. And then... Um, Things like holiday themed items, like I said, gift sets before, but if something's like specifically holiday themed or holiday decor, if you're still uh, decorating the home or anything for entertaining, those things will be more deeply discounted in December. Interesting. Holiday toys. I wouldn't have thought about that, but that's that's like really interesting to know that maybe you, you know, kind of pause on those again, unless it's like something that your kid is dying for and you do not want to be the, the parent that does not deliver on that gift. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. So like I always just say, just keep your eye on the toys. But, you know, unless you find a really good deal, you could probably wait. So we've talked about so much, you know, I'm wondering, are you know, Leave us with, are there any other kind of smart shopping tips maybe that that you use or anything that we didn't talk about today that you think people really need to kind of keep in mind this this holiday season? Um, a couple things. So I think it's really important for us to be honest about what we can personally afford during the holidays. This isn't like, you don't just like go into holiday shopping with your wallets open wide and buy whatever. You have to be really honest. Look at last year. You know, how did you do? Did you bring a lot of debt forward into 2023 or not? Has your financial situation changed? And if you are feeling particularly strapped, look for those kind of pitfalls like, for example, the office gift exchange and you're buying 30 gifts for your coworkers or a lot of gifts for your family. If there are sort of little spending traps like that, maybe be the person to raise your hand and say like, hey, can we do a white elephant this year? And then maybe donate to charity as a group or something like that. Like be the brave one because guarantee there are other people in that group who are like, oh my gosh, I can't do this every year. It's killing me. You know, so don't, worry about 
being that one. And then I would also say, try to avoid keeping up with the Joneses. And what I mean by that is like, we all have those friends or relatives who are maybe very well off and very generous. And, you know, just because someone gives you a car for Christmas doesn't mean that you can return the favor. So it's like, wait, somebody's going to, if somebody gave me a car, <laughs> I'd be very happy. Let's just put, that out there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just put that out there. I'd be very happy. Sorry. Go yeah, on. Yes. Same. Um, where's that Tesla in my driveway? Um, I just think it's like trying, you don't have to keep up with other people. You know, you're not doing yourself any favors by going into debt with a generous gift to match someone else's generous gift. You give what you can. And if someone can't deal with that, like, I don't know, whatever for them, you know, you do what you can do because you don't want to bring debt into the next year. And the other thing that I would say, if you do have a spending problem around this time, which so many of us do, and you're carrying credit card debt already, if you're part of that 1 trillion, just try to stick to cash or debit, you know, stick with what you have, you know, and maybe learn how to bake or make things or whatever, do something inexpensive. Or, you know, what I'm also seeing is a lot of this growing popularity for experiences, especially for, you know, younger millennials and Gen Zers, they just want to do things. You know, and a, a lot of them are living with their parents in their basements and attics, like they don't need more stuff. So it's like maybe organizing a hike with your friends or a picnic or a brunch or something potluck, you know, like have fun. Remember, take lots of pictures, post them on the gram, you know, make it a whole event versus going into debt over all these gifts for everybody. We might have joked about it in the episode, but it is no joke the amount of money retailers are now charging for return fees. This can seriously add up. So I am happy to report to you that after hearing Trey's tips, I did manage to take myself into Target and actually try on sweaters I was eyeing online before I bought them. I know, it's it's like a miracle. I still don't like looking in the mirrors, but I know my bank account was happy for me doing so. So here's to you scoring some good deals this holiday week, but just remember to shop smart. And so many of Trey's tips that she shared in this episode, you can use them all year long. Like PayPal Honey, I cannot say enough about that browser extension. I have probably saved over $100 just in the last month alone. If you enjoyed this episode, again, share it with a few friends and head on over to whatever podcast player you're listening to this in right now. Give us five stars, leave us a review for the episode. These reviews really help keep the show growing and help us continue to bring back great guests like Trey. All right, I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. <music>